Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. When I, as I became an adult, I, yeah. I had like, I was like, oh, Will Smith is my brother because we had the same, <laughs> we had the same on-screen mom. So, <laughs> so, I was, so it was like, I need to do this. I need to get back into this. So yeah, that's so as an adult, that yeah. actually. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> my hashtag frame chasers it's wednesday and you already know what it is a new episode of chasing the frame today i'm with adia bell a great friend of mine adia how are you today i'm good john how are you oh, i'm wonderful <laughs> now before we get into the cast i just want to thank everyone for listening and remember if you're a patreon member we have three different tiers for you to listen to the podcast from three days which is a dollar to five days early, which is $2, and a week early, which technically means it's $5, and you can listen to next week's episode today. Whoa, that's awesome. And also, to people that don't, you know, donate on Patreon, I thank you also for listening to the podcast. It's like an honor and privilege to have you guys listen. I thank you a lot to anyone. And also, just casually, we now have shirts, which I talked about last week and the week before. We have shirts now on teespring.com slash stores. Slash chasing dash the dash frame. As you know the story, I'm too lazy to change the store. Uh, we got men's and women's hashtag frame chaser t-shirts in black with white lettering ranging from about $20 to about $25.99 for that tri-blend shirt. Crew neck and v-neck shirts are ready to rock and roll for your to your door today. So let's get to it. Who's ready to chase frames today? Adia, are you ready to chase frames? I am so ready. <laughs> That is my intro. All right. I love this. I'm so, so happy for you. This is awesome. So first question, which I ask everyone, like a, I sound like a broken record probably by this time, you're like episode 26. Uh, are you from Vegas originally? I am not. You are not. Where are you from? I am from Los Angeles, California originally. Oh. And uh, I also claim Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, uh, why, how, how, how do you claim that? You have well, dual citizenship? Kind of, yeah. So when I was 10, my parents divorced and so moved to Kansas. And so that's why I claim Kansas. I love, um, so I'll go Chiefs and go Raiders. I'm okay. one of, yeah, I know they're Both rivals. In the AFC West. Exactly. Yeah. And they're rivals, but well, you have an they're East my Coast home and teams. West. You have an East Coast and West Coast team. That's fine. I'm not judging Midwest. You. Midwest. Same thing. West Close Coast, enough. 
so second question is, what was the like the TV show, the movie, the actor or actress that said to, that spoke to you, and you go, "This is the business I've chosen." Um. Ugh, okay. You know, for me, it was a lot earlier that I chose this profession. Mm -hmm. Um, So there wasn't really a television show. It was just something that I loved to do. Yeah. So my dad likes to tell this story about when I was three months old, they were going to, you know, the pictures you take when you're little. Yeah. So he loves to tell this story how the entire time from the time they were putting clothes on me until we got to the (laughs) photography place, I was crying tears, just having a fit. And then as soon as they pulled out the camera, I started smiling and cheesing and I was fine. (laughs) So, (laughs) so after that, um, every time that I would cry or fuss or whatever, they would just pull out a camera. And then eventually they just started making it like they were pulling out a camera and that's how they quiet me. So, I've apparently always loved being in front of the camera. So wait, 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 did you realize like they're not playing on a camera anymore? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) They still do it like, hey. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Now, 20 plus years later, they're still doing that. (laughs) So, so, so they enrolled me into Al Fan, who was an actor years, years ago. Um, yeah. they rolled me at sunset and what was it? It was like sunset and oh, I can't remember, but it was in Hollywood. Okay. Yeah. It was Alfan studios. They enrolled me in classes mm-hmm. and that's where I fell in love. So yeah. I started, I started acting really young. I started acting around three. I got yeah. into wow. SAG around. Holy moly. Yeah. I got, to, I was in SAG in not going to tell the year, but I was, I think I was, oh, I was eight. Wow. Yeah, I was what, officially what got eight. you into SAG? Um, I did, <laughs> I did some national commercials. So I did a, what was it? A uh, band aid. You remember band aid? Remember they're still around. Band-Aid. I'm stuck on band aid. Band aid stuck on me. Yeah, yeah, remember that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I did a band aid commercial, but it never aired. But they still had to pay me. Mm-hmm. So that was my very first professional oh. job. What did you? How did you feel when you got that paycheck? I don't remember because I was a child. <laughs> like my well, parents money. got no. That no, didn't even. I don't even think. I mean, we got checks, yeah, yeah. but. I don't think yeah. I registered. It was oh, like, okay. it was just fun. Yeah. I still, re- I still remember where we shot there. It was outside. They had yeah. like a river and there was a big log. So I actually needed a bandaid cause I was walking on the log yeah. and I fell. Oh. So I actually needed a bandaid for the commercial. <laughs> um, and then I did a uh, McDonald's commercial. Okay. So that, that, ha- that was a national commercial and I had to eat. It was a breakfast sandwich commercial. Oh God. Yeah. And so we brought it to our teacher. Yeah. It was the teacher's treat, I think is what it was called. And then I did um, an Aunt Jemima Light commercial. Okay. I'm going to look these up now. Uh, they're prop. They predate they're on, YouTube. They're on, no, they, uh, no, they have old shit on YouTube. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've seen G.I. Joe commercials in 92 that, and stuff oh, like that. If you find that. So, okay. So yeah. what, what actually got me as an adult is the mom on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Which one? So Will's mom. He's oh, Will's a, mom. Okay, Will's I, mom. I thought you were talking about because we had this discussion uh, last week with T about family matters and Fresh Prince and how they changed the <laughs> how mom. How they changed the mom, and yeah. then like we didn't notice. Yeah. 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 So no, no, but Will's mom. So yeah. the lady who played Will's mom. Okay. She played my mom on this Aunt Jemima Light commercial. Okay. So I, when I, as I became an adult, I, yeah. I had like I was like, oh, Will Smith is my brother because we had the same, <laughs> we had the same on-screen mom. So, <laughs> So it was like, I need to do this. I need to get back into this. So, yeah, that's so as an adult, that actually. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) I like the thinking. 
So I actually hated pancakes after doing I, that commercial. I was going to ask, did you like pancakes after that? No, because I ate yeah. so many pancakes. So the first day of shooting, yeah. all of the pancakes that I had to eat were cold. Oh, yeah, that doesn't help. So the second day, they were warm, but by then I was sick of pancakes, so I yeah. was mad. So I didn't eat pancakes for two years holy after that holy. commercial. You went to, like, your parents were taking you to Denny's, and you're, like, just shaking. Yeah, just pancakes, no pancakes. <laughs> no more pancakes. Yeah. Are you an Aunt Jemima fan still to this day, though? No. Oh, okay. Mrs. Well, Butterworth? No. Log Cabin? Mm-mm. Okay. Just 100% maple syrup. Okay. Don't, yeah. Fine. Fine. You're better than us. No. And then, um, now what you can look up yeah. is the two kids' song videos I did. Kids songs. Kid, kid, wait, wait. Kids songs as in like the TV show that was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I had a tape of that one. <laughs> yes. I'm actually on one of the covers. Oh my God. Oh my yeah. God. What if it was a cover I had? The Day at Camp. Did you have Day at Camp? I might have. Did it have, what, what, um, what, do you know what songs it had on it? Absolutely. It was, uh, uh, it was, um, on top of spaghetti. Yes. And, and that, did it have a, um, Michael Finnegan McGinnigan on it? Nope. This oh. one had, it was like all camp songs. It was like, um, oh, we were at the farm. So yeah. I remember there was a horse and I didn't want to touch the horse. Yeah. You know, all those are on YouTube, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They're, no, they're all on YouTube. I've, yeah. I've seen I have those. to like double check now. Cause I like, I, I saw some of them and I'm like, yeah. I, had, I, I remember seeing this one has a child. This one, this one, this one, this one. Yeah. And I had to go back and double check the, the spaghetti thing. Yeah. The highlight, though, of I met Sidney Portier. Oh, okay. So as a child, I didn't know who he was. Yeah. I was auditioning for to play the daughter on Ghost Dad. Oh, oh crap. Sh- now everybody's going to know how old I am. <laughs> I was auditioning to play the daughter on Ghost Dad, okay. the youngest daughter on Ghost Dad. And I was the, um, what I was told, I was this, the, if they hadn't gone with who they, yeah. who actually got the role. It would have been me. Yeah. So it was, I guess it was the last interview or something my mom yeah. was telling me. And so Sydney Portier was in doing the interviews yeah. or whatever it was. And apparently I was asking him questions and just everything. And so yeah. I didn't realize how big that moment was until I realized who Sydney Portier was as an adult. And I was like, oh my gosh, I met Sydney Portier. <laughs> and I had a nice conversation with him. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Holy shit. That, yeah. That's pretty crazy. You had like your, your Will Smith's brother, your Sydney Portier's best friend. Right. I mean, <laughs> And you don't like uh, syrup anymore? I do not. And you're like, kind of probably not. I do like pancakes Okay, again, at least you like pancakes I again. Do love pancakes. What about McDonald's? Do you like McDonald's? No. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm not a fan. Don't worry. We're not sponsored by McDonald's. You're okay, be honest. great. Or you can be the fifth. That's how we go. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I, uh, I'm not a fan of McDonald's. I mean, they have great the, fries. I just haven't you, had them no, in a I very think, long time. I think um, uh, White Castle is the best fries. Mm. That's my opinion. And you have a right to yes, your opinion. I have a right to the opinion. I think the best fries are homemade fries. Oh, yeah. With well, the skin yeah. on them. <laughs> That's true. Actually, no, I have good fries. Uh, Raisin Cane's. Yeah, yeah. You know who has good fries? I like, I like, um, and they're the closest because they are fresh cut potatoes. Yeah. They're, um, in and out. No, Five Guys. Oh, Five Guys has good fries. Five too, Guys yeah. has great fries. Even, uh, I like Shake Shack's fries too. Yes, Shake Shack has yeah, great, great fries. fries. Yeah, especially since they put the season salt yep. on that. No, no, wait. Are you thinking of Shake Shake Shacks? Oh no, Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. I only been there once, so I have to go there again. And I'll tell you my opinion on that. Oh yeah, yeah. They do fresh cut fries. Okay. Yeah. 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 Burger King used to have good fries until they changed the formula. And they changed for Burger King. Yeah, you're right. They, they changed the formula. And, they changed and it Wendy's again. had horrible fries. Until like they the, changed the fries. I don't like the their fries. sea salt fries. I like them better than the first ones. Those first ones were just horrible. I don't remember the first ones that well, but you know, I'm not gonna lie. Like onion rings, though, going to onion rings real quick. Mm-hmm. Burger King, hands down, best onion rings. 
I think. Oh, you know what? I have you know I haven't been to Burger King either yeah. in a long time. I'll, yeah. I'll have to. Well, get the Impossible Burger. <gasps> so here's my take on the Impossible Burger. I know we're talking about chasing the frame, but yeah. you know it's the fine. Impossible it, no, Burger. I hate to say this, but we do we do off we Broadway. Do we go we go off Broadway, <laughs> as Carlos calls it. Or we go on Broadway, so we're off Broadway right now. Okay. Tangents are allowed on this podcast. Okay. We like to talk about things in general and like yeah. the story. It's about your life and your opinion, so it's all yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, So I was in love with the Possible Burger until it became popular, mm-hmm. because by the time it became popular to everyone else, yeah. we found out all the ingredients, and I was like, oh, the Impossible Burger. If you're going to eat the Impossible Burger, you may as well just eat the real oh. thing, because it pretty much has the same nutritional value. Like, there's oh, no there's no benefit, you know, as opposed yeah. to having the real thing. Like you may as well just have a really, really great, fresh, yeah. organic beef. Burger. If you're going to, yeah. yeah. If you're going to have a, you know, an impossible burger. What about the beyond burger? Same thing. Oh really? Yeah. There's so much shit. Pro- Cause it's still, it's just processed. So it, it literally anything yeah. that's processed, like you're still not getting those great nutritional values, no. but it makes you feel better. Yeah. But if you look at like the actual calorie count, especially when they top all the other stuff on top, yeah. There's really no nutritional <laughs> benefit. Like I said, you may as well get a really, really good organic beef kosher. Even though it's you know it's just a really a yeah. good cut of yeah, meat, yeah. and have that as your burger. Like if you're gonna have it, have it, enjoy it. And I'm sorry, I thought I was being healthy. No, no. Sorry. Well, let's go back on Broadway. Let's okay, continue. back on Broadway. So okay. doing the national commercials, you yeah. did Ghost Dad, almost Ghost almost Dad, almost. Almost that. Which is an all right movie, by the way. It probably would have been better if you were in it. I'm just saying. Just saying. You're doing the uh, kids sing along songs and and you're, you know, young age. Yeah. And then uh, what about high school? Did you continue pursuing that acting in high school? No. So um, everything I did, I did before 10. Okay. So, like I was saying, my parents divorced at 10. And at that time is when my parents. when they separated, it was it was difficult for my yeah. mom to maintain life in California because you know California is pretty expensive yeah. to live. And at the same time, her stepfather was dying, and my grandmother was going to be alone. So he had called my mom and said, "Hey, would you move to Kansas and be with your mom?" <clears throat> and so she did. And so at that time, there you know there wasn't email and yeah. self submissions and all of those things. So uh, moving to Kansas pretty much ended my career. Oh shit. So then yeah. when did you go back to L.A.? So I, at two years old, I said I was going to go to USC for okay. my dad. <laughs> oh, I have a question for you soon. Okay. Hey, but we'll get to So, no, my parents did not pay for me to go to USC. No, I, no that, that wasn't my question. <laughs> or that, to get into That USC. wasn't my question. It's actually another one. <laughs> last, week's, last week's podcast, yeah. Okay. So. Um, or not last week's, two weeks ago's podcast. Got it. So um, what happened, so like I said, so. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was having a fantastic career as a child, yep. and that move there just it it wasn't possible. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I stopped, mm-hmm. and then you know it was about the books, and yeah. you know going to a great college, and I'd always wanted to go to USC so much so I didn't know USC could say no at that time. I didn't know colleges could say no. Yep, they do. All <laughs> yeah, the time. yeah. Found that out when other people were getting rejection letters, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? They can reject huh? you? <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh boy. So luckily, I got harder? in and got scholarship. I got academic scholarship. Nice. Yep. So I went to USC for business. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got into the business school as a freshman, which nice. at USC is is yeah, prestigious. pretty huge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and pursued that, got my degree in marketing. And about, I think it was my sophomore or junior year, mm-hmm. um, I really, really was like, 
I want to act. So okay. I went, I tried to find you my, the bug again. I got what, the what bug. Got, what got you the bug? Like you just said one day you I was just, woke just up? No, I was watching movies and yeah. I was just like this. I want to be back. I want to be back yeah. on set. And so I tried to find my agent yeah. from when I was a child and she had since moved on. I tried to get back in the agency, yeah. but the rules had changed a lot. Question then. Yeah. Two questions actually. One, first one is about the SAG card. So you, after I guess a while you... Are done with the SAG card? No. So the beauty of SAG is once you're in SAG, you're SAG for life. Okay. So I recently um, was reinstated. Okay. So I still have my tenure or whatever you call it. So like on my SAG card, it says since 19... Whatever it says. 19 something. (laughs) 19 something. (laughs) Um, So on my SAG card, I I got the full... But... You have to pay every month or okay. every year. You have yeah, to pay yeah. your yearly dues. So back then, yearly dues were cheap. <laughs> it yeah. was cheap to get in. Yeah. Um, and not so much now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, a lot of time had passed, and my mom hadn't paid the dues. Yeah. I was nine when she stopped paying. Okay. So I actually got it. I guess I must have got it. I got it before eight. But anyway, so my mom had stopped paying the dues mm-hmm. when I was nine. Yeah. And so you go inactive. Okay. Okay. So I was in... My, my social security number, yeah. all of that was in, mm-hmm. but there was, it was inactive. So okay. I, if I would have booked the job, I couldn't say that I was SAG or anything like that. Oh, because you had to pay your dues off. Yeah, because okay. you had to pay your dues. So, um, and I didn't know any of this yeah. at the time when I was uh, trying to get back in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started like self-submitting. Okay. And I was on an infomercial. Oh, which one? <laughs> What was the Ro- Revo Styler? It was this. Oh, okay. It was this like you, it clipped off your your split ends. Oh. Split ender. I, think I heard of that one. Yeah, it was a split ender. I was Lady in Red. I was like sitting in the in the middle. Did that and, song um, play Lady in Red too? <laughs> no, the song didn't play. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, but I was like Lady in Red. Yeah. And just being back on set, being back in front of uh, yeah. in you know craft services and just yeah. the whole experience, the lights and everything. I was like, I've. Got to do this. So I, yeah. I enrolled in a acting class, and it was the hardest class yeah. I'd ever taken in the University of Southern California because that professor was tough. But she was amazing. It was yeah. a character class. So, so what, what, what method is that? Adler, Stylston, Stroudsburg? I don't know. She kind of taught a mixture of all of them, and it was just really about oh, embracing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really about embracing the character as yeah. a whole. So uh, one second. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so it was really about embracing the character as a whole. Okay. And so she gave me a character who was not my my nationality. Okay. Who was who had an accent, oh. <laughs> and I and it was and I and you know where you were graded on it. Yeah. Like I had to do full costume or not costume, but I had to dress as her, write wow. as her, journal as her. I mean, it was it was tough. I learned I learned an accent. I learned yeah. it was um she was from a Latin country. Okay. And so I had to learn the accent. I had to come in. She was, you know, she was everything I wasn't. She yeah, was yeah. going. She was, it, and she, it, but at the same time, it was so much fun. And I was yeah. like, oh God, I love building yeah. characters. So I took those, I took her class and then I, I took some other classes. And so I graduated um, with marketing, but I had some, yeah. I, I took as many classes as I could. A minor in film then? I didn't minor. minor enough, yeah. Because yeah, I didn't listen and like go to, my counselor and yeah. all that stuff. Who does that anyway? Honestly, people who know better. I I didn't know. Really I had a I had enough credits to graduate. Yeah. I had more than enough credits to graduate, but I hadn't looked at like <laughs> yeah. the the offerings that USC had. Ooh. So when I finally go to my counselor my senior year, he was like, "You didn't. You don't fulfill any of you know what they wrote." Yeah. So we we were like, well, so I was like, so 
I got to graduate, so yeah, yeah. can we make one up? So I have the first and only degree in distribution management. <laughs> and, All right, yeah. Uh, what, is, what did we call it? Distribution management, uh, marketing and distribution management. That's, okay, yeah, you're the, the first and only. First and only USC degree in distribution. Now they have it like permanently there. And I have no idea. But my Maybe. other question too for you, going back to your childhood acting, is yeah. you, took, you took classes for that? I did. So now, yeah, did I, you I learn did. Meisner and Adler and all that stuff I, in child classes? I can't even tell you. Oh, I, okay. I remember I remember it was the first time I ever was able to yeah. cuss in class. Oh, boy. Yeah. I remember. Fun. Yeah, it was because that you was like, not oh. allowed in my house. No, I was just enjoying it because oh, okay. it, wasn't, it wasn't allowed in my house. Um, so I remember that, but I don't actually remember, you know, yeah. the techniques. I was just, I just, I was just remember curious it was, if yeah, they did they that, like, especially for fun. a child actor, like, they teach you those, those methods still? I believe they teach you those methods, yeah. but I believe they teach it in a way where it's still fun. Because I remember okay. having to cry. I remember, yeah, yeah. you know, but it wasn't like having to cry. Like, yeah. we had, you know, it was a situation, you know, so but, it was very, very um, method. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think they ever said they're all method. I think they're all yeah, right. But they they didn't actually tell it. At least yeah. if they did, I was five, six, seven. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair question. I think. And, um, there's also uh, the other question for you was, what was it like being on your set for the first time as a child too? Fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Like, did you, like, were you like, oh my god, so many things with like all this like big no, eyes? No, they stuff? they made it sound they made it fun. Like yeah. I still remember, and I guess that was I did the the band aid commercial at yeah. five, and I remember they were just very nurturing and yeah. caring, and you know, like everybody catered to me. So I was the only child, yeah, yeah. and I believe my brother may have just passed at that point. Oh boy, yeah. yeah, so. I just remember everybody just really making sure I was taken care of, yeah. and, you know, cause I, even when I got cut, it was yeah. like all these people came over and made sure I was good, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so no, I mean, oh. it, yeah, no, it was, it was fun. Yeah. So that I don't, I remember all the sets just being a lot of fun. So, yeah. you know, we also had school cause I yeah. still had, we still had to, you know, you so my school during it. Yeah. So we had our, our homework, we had a tutor yeah. and, you know, we had to do our homework. So it was just, it was like recess. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. I shit. I wish I was a child actor now. Now it was it was fun, but you know I gotta say, yeah, I was a bit of a diva. Mm, I can see it. Yeah, and so I feel like the I feel like because I was do I was I was auditioning with some people that you everyone knows today, yeah. right? Okay. So I feel can you like name me one. Yeah, the twins, Tia and Tamara. Oh, okay. Yep, I auditioned with them. Were you all going the time. for sister, sister? No, no, oh. no. It was before sister, sister. We were going for the same um, commercials and things. Oh, okay. Um, and then their brother, I hit the oh, commercial. TJ, right? TJ, yep. Yeah. Tells Taj, uh, we did a commercial together, and I, he probably doesn't remember it. But <laughs> so yeah, so I, you know, so I feel like my career, if I would have been able to stay, yeah. then I would have made it to yeah. their level or you know somewhere there. Yeah. But I don't think I had the mindset then. Mm -hmm. Um. Like they do, you know, because yeah, yeah. they seem very, very grounded, yeah. and I don't believe that I was. I think I was. I think I was a little yeah. snooty, a little. Well, I was. I was a TJ bit. Was on Full, Full House like around that time too. He was uh, Michelle's friend. Yeah, Teddy, I met. I, I met Michelle. Yeah. I met her. I met both of them. I met the twins. Oh wow! Okay, I, but that was unrelated to anything yeah. acting. It was a school field trip. Oh wow! Yeah, it was a school field trip, <laughs> and they were at the park. It was their mom yeah. and them too, and they yeah. they were they were pretty young. And so, um, I remember going up and talking to them, and like you know, I'm an actress too, and yeah. you know, we chatted, and you know, so they were they were very sweet. Yeah. Um, and now what's wrong with that? I no idea. No idea. <laughs> they're billionaires though, so they're doing That's something true. right. They're doing something about, I mean, yeah. All but residual uh, money in Full House. 
Well, and then their makeup line, and yeah. their, I mean, they 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 were Build very it. smart. Yeah, yeah. They did those. Um, I think they were like the first to brand themselves. Yeah, yeah. 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 They they were very very smart. Yeah. So, however, they they're they're good. Yeah, they're, they're good. good. They're real good. Yeah. But, now um, here's my other question too yeah. for you. I had someone, Melina Gay, on the show. Yes, I love UCLA. Melina. Yes. And USC. Mm-hmm. She picked UCLA. I'm gonna put her out there because of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm trying to figure out what I had a question. Now I forgot it. But <laughs> what do you say to someone from UCLA as a USC person? I'm sorry. That's what you say to them? Yeah, like, so sorry. Well, hey, she's no. saying number five in the nation. Yeah, but we're number one, so. Ooh. I mean, when you talk, okay, so Star Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. Lucasfilm, George that's what, that's Lucas. That's I told her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hello. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he went you, to USC. You have, you have Jim Morrison as a dropout in UCLA. I'm just saying. I, I know. We've got a lot of USC alumni. I mean, Dr. Dre could give his money to a lot of people, but he gave it to USC for a reason. So, you know, I mean, UCLA is it, they're fine. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying anything's wrong with being number five. I'm just saying it's better to be number one. That's Ooh, all. <laughs> shots are fired. <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to say, yeah. regardless of what school you go to, yeah, yeah. it's really about the network, right? Yeah, yeah. And so the USC alumni network, especially in this industry, is just bar none. Like, yeah. it doesn't... Definitely. <laughs> Period. Yeah, no, period. Yeah, in the sentence. Like, in the sentence, you're period. Done. You can't say yeah, anymore. There's like, nothing more. It's, it, I'm sorry. I went to yeah. USC. Oh, you went to USC? Oh, well, come. I mean, it's just yeah. USC. Yeah, I won't be your best friend if you're at USC. <laughs> exactly. I'm the on USC in, yeah. and the network yeah. is just strong. Yeah. We we weather all the storms, yeah. all the scandals. It is what it is. You're still from USC. We know how hard you worked to, to get there, yeah. to be there, and to graduate from yeah. there. So, oh boy. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if nothing else, I've tell people all the time: if you're really paying to be a part of the network. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, hey, shit! You, you it's a big old network. It's like you a said. big yeah. network. Yeah. A lot, like you said, a lot of people who are famous in film have gone yes. to USC and have paved the way, and they're yeah. not afraid to reach back and say, "Hey, yep. we'll give you a chance, give you a shot." So, um, you know, USC films. As a student film, yeah. still matter. Yeah, yeah. Even NYU matter. films too. NYU, like even t- well, yep. Tish is NYU, but like even like those, those big ones. They're still big, yeah. And, uh, you know, so after college, your distribution manager, marketing degree, <laughs> yeah, first of its kind. What did you do? Okay, so. After I couldn't find my agent yeah. um, and taking the classes, I didn't know what to do because, like I said, the industry yeah. it really, really changed. So um, at the time, I was engaged to be yeah. married. So I got married pretty much right after college okay. and just got into the whole to go to work, be a wife deal. Yeah. And um, you're still in California at the time? No, I moved to Vegas. So okay. my first, yeah, my first job out of college was the offer was in Vegas. Gotcha. So I came to Vegas. And like I said, just kind of got into, okay, this is my life now, yeah. you know, work, school, or yeah, I started my master's degree. Yeah. So work, school, husband. What were you getting your master's degree in? Marketing. Dis- oh, I was going to say distribution man. <laughs> nope, marketing. Um, and so then my ex-husband went off to Iraq for the war. Yeah. And I needed something to fill that time. Mm-hmm. So I enrolled in classes in Vegas okay. for acting. And oh, nice. yeah, so that's really where I got back into I got the bug back. Okay. Yeah. So like just, you know, you're like so you're at home, 
husband's gone, your ex-husband's gone, sorry. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I kind of want to act again. Like, you know, yeah. you guys were watching movies again at the time. Yeah. Like, and yeah. really wishing to be on set. Like, yeah. even, yeah, I was at Universal Studios yesterday and I yeah. was just like, oh my oh, God. Great. Yeah, yeah. I was, or not yesterday, uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. And I'm looking at the set and I'm looking at the working actors and the trailers and I'm like, oh my God. You've gone to Warner Brothers? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or- I didn't know why I actually was in Warner Brothers. I had an audition in Warner Brothers. I filmed at Warner Brothers. So Okay, well never mind. <laughs> but uh yeah, but yeah. again, not as an adult. And yeah. that's that is what's driving me or chasing the frame now. Yeah, you're a frame chaser. I'm a frame you chaser. Are a frame chaser. Mm-hmm. And then so you got the acting bug again. Right? Yeah. And now you're at this class. Now was it hard for you to acclimate to this class? What was it like being in this class? Uh the first class, no. It was it was it was easy. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Um, they come natural to you again. Yeah. 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 Um, and I needed a challenge. Yeah. So I didn't know I needed a challenge yeah. at the time. I was just like, oh, acting classes. And yeah. so I was I was very uh, comfortable or complacent because yeah. it was just like, oh, this is fun. Every week yeah. I'll go and I'll, you know, and I, and it was, and I was, it was, it fulfilled what I needed at that time, yeah, yeah, yeah. which was something else to do. Yeah. You're right. While I was yeah. waiting for my ex-husband to come home. Um, but then I got a new teacher and she challenged me and she lit the bug in the flame and was, you know, and made me like fall in love with character, fall in love with tearing this, uh, telling a story, Mm -hmm. um, falling in love with being able to escape my own life and be somebody else's or live my truth. Okay. Okay. Is that on Teespring also? Uh, no, it's not on Teespring. This is Gabrielle Union's collection, oh, okay. but <laughs> I just happen to love the shirt. Oh, okay. um, Close but, enough. But, you know, live my truth through another character. And I mean, honestly, that is what I love about yeah. what we do Yeah, is we're able to live our truth without living our truth. Yeah. So We're acting, it's called. Um, it's acting. <laughs> Yeah. Well, creating. I don't yeah. even like. I don't even necessarily like acting because, you know, when people think of acting, number one, people think it's easy. Yeah. You know, people get into this industry in classes, and somebody tells them, "Oh, you read great," and then they think that they are God's gift to the art. You're like, yeah. you know, and they and you've seen them. They'll come yeah. into our audition room. You're like, right or yeah. the ones who like read off the page and, yep. and, and they, i can't memorize things i'll just read off this page right and you're like uh, or they think that you know acting is just memorizing some words yeah. and just spinning them out and you're like you know so it sometimes it gets so frustrating because they just there's people out there you know they yeah. just disrespect the art disrespect what we I, do how do they disrespect it? i think they don't understand it they don't grasp the art they don't they don't take yeah. the time to appreciate the art, even though they Which say they do. Which is why I say, yeah. yeah. So, and and for me, when I say disrespect, it's when you you don't you don't get to, you don't understand how much work it actually yeah. takes. Yeah, no, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work, yeah. and, and we have to be so vulnerable. Yeah. you know, like we are storytellers, yeah. but we are the most vulnerable people mm-hmm. because we're truly showing you everything. Yeah, right, and you may not realize that we are showing you everything, but in order for us to get to the truth of who our character is, we have to literally show you everything. Everything. Yeah. And, and this industry, how many no's we get before we get a yes. Yep. It's like, it's like dating as as someone would say, I think, (laughs) but it's like dating as someone who has, um, who, I don't even know, like someone who has maybe four arms on yeah. their head. Like, <laughs> just, yeah. just like they have like no thumbs, no, not 
thing is yeah. just like, you know, things are just like coming, sp- like spaghetti is spreading yeah. from your well, head all the people, time. You know. Yeah, something, right? It something. <laughs> something. I, I get it, yeah. Something that, you know, most people would like, I don't know yeah. about it. You know, well, they just so, have no social skills. No social these. skills, right? Yeah. Like, uh, would you date me? Uh, No. You know, we get so like many fries. Yeah, and we have to learn that we have to, we can't even take it personally because yeah. you can be perfect for the part, right? Yeah. In every way, except you remind them of their ex boyfriend or ex girlfriend, yeah. and so you don't get the role. Like you, you, and you can't take it personally. Yeah. There's so many reasons why we don't get the role. Yeah, so many, and some of them are so superficial. Yep. It really is like you look just like my ex girlfriend, or you look yeah. just like. You know, somebody I hated in class. Yeah, the mannerisms or, you have remind me of so and so. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and or or unfortunately, you get chosen over someone less talented because the, the that person, the casting director or whoever it is, knows thinks them, they're yeah. yeah, they knows them. And it's 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 tough. Yeah, it's tough. It, it and if is. you if you don't have thick skin, like yeah. or patience this, too, or patience. I don't have a lot of patience. <laughs> time. Yeah. 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 So you're, or a work ethic. Yeah. I mean, you got to be a hustler. In this, you have to be a hustler. You got to be a hustler. And you have to stay in class. And I think that's what gets me that's sometimes. What, yeah, T said that too last week. You have to, yeah. You, you have to keep training, as he says. You got to keep training. And there's so many who think, okay, I've taken five classes and yeah. I'm, I'm good. They yeah. said I was good in class. And it's like, okay, no, acting no. in class yeah. is so different. different and even acting at stage and acting in... Yeah, you know, film and stuff like that. It's, it's different. totally different. Even even I'm learning about like you know having actors and actresses on the show. I'm learning also commercial acting is totally different. Commercial acting is totally yeah. different. And I'm like, whoa, didn't didn't expect that because yeah. like, someone told me there was commercial classes. Mm-hmm. What? I'm like, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Whoa! I was like so like like amazed by that. I was like, what the fuck? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And then, so you're... And you have to take classes in different disciplines, you know? Yeah. Like you were saying, Strasburg and Meisner. Yeah. Like, you should know all of the methods yeah. or at least have been um, dabbled in all of the methods yeah. so you know which one works for you because yeah. not every method is going to work for every actor. Method acting is not for everybody. What was it? Um, Alfredo was telling me when he was on the podcast, they, had, they went to IFT, and at IFT... They taught him like I think Meisner for like every semester, and then they mm-hmm. got to like the advanced acting class, and the teacher was like, "You should know all these methods." And they're like, we just learned Meisner what? the whole time, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" So like they learned other methods as well. Yeah, in that acting class, I guess because they had to. Yeah, so they're supposed to know everything, but yeah. they didn't teach them everything. Yeah. So my favorite is uh, Susan Batson out of New York. Okay. Um, her son Carl Ford was the first to um, introduce her technique. Yeah. And hers is like a develop your own method. So okay. I think that's what I mean. Oh, sorry to cut you off, but I think that's really what a lot of actors do. Yeah, to be honest, a lot. Of, like I mean, there are actors just that are strictly um, Meisner, Adler, so on and so. Yeah, but you know, I think the best way to find your way is to dabble and eat, take to dabble. Yeah, take a little bit of this. Yep, find what works for and you. Find what works for you. And so for me, it's a mixture of. Yeah. Everybody I've worked with or taught or not taught, but everyone I've worked with or learned from. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's but it's tough. Yeah. It's tough. It tough. Like, mean, and then there's you know comedic versus drama. Yeah. Drama. Uh, improv drama. too. You know, improv is so important. You know, yeah. I mean, improv. I'm, I mean, I could, that's my jam. I actually like improving things. Yeah. I hate reading scripts. I hate like you know line reading stuff. I'll give give me the bare bones of the thing, and I'll try. Imp- and I'll, I'll, I'll rather improv. improv. So I feel like I'm better at that than, you know, reading someone's script and like make it my own. I mm-hmm. can't make it my own. I'm like, I gotta make my own by improving something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Because then I, I feel like it's my own. Like, mm-hmm. you know, apparently I, I was watching an interview with Adam Sandler and Brad Pitt, and they were talking about how, you know, Tarantino, for example, writes a certain rhythm. Mm-hmm. So there's a way you can't really deviate from the script because the rhythm will be different if you try to put your own spin on it. Oh. So, like, the way they read it, it has a certain, like, cadence. Cadence and like I guess Shakespearean style to it in that regard. Oh. So like anything you try else, it's not going to work. Right. So it has that certain payoff for it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, Fun fact to learn yesterday. <laughs> so and so you went back to class. Your now your second teacher. You said it was was challenging you. In what ways was it? Yeah. Challenging you in the method. You said like method stuff like that. Um. Emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah. So I think at that I was I was. Before it yeah. was just I relied on instinct and I didn't really have a method. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So there was I mean the the teacher at the time who was wonderful, but yeah. and he's since passed on, but he he was wonderful, but I think he kind of gave up um mm-hmm. through you know, as far as like teaching. So there it was it was just like you read scenes every day or every class and you didn't have to memorize. You didn't, you know, there was no, yeah, yeah. there was no push to like memorize or, yeah. you know, make the scene your own. It was, we were just, it was reader's yeah. theater essentially. Okay. And so. That's I terrible. Guess, right. So it was fun. And if, and if that's all, you know, then that's all, you know. Yeah. But then I had a teacher who was like, okay, well you need to be off book by the next class. Yeah. And you know, and so that's when you actually, if you have a script in your hand, you just cannot give what you can give when it the words are in you yeah. and then you can create a full bodied character. Yeah. And so that's what she taught us is creating full bodied characters and and really understanding who your character is, you know, and how important it was to be specific. Yeah. in your choices, you know. So how long have you been married? Oh, we've been married about 7 years. No, about Seven years or seven years, five five yeah. months, three days, you know, because yeah. that matters, you know. So she taught us about specificity and how important it is in making choices yeah. because otherwise you're just acting. You're not yeah. living. You're, you know, your character isn't living and breathing in, unless you make specific choices. Like your character is yeah. 18 years old. Her parents are married because um, – Parents yeah. who are married and happy are going to have a different effect on a child whose parents are unhappy, yeah. right? Yeah. So making those specific choices are going to feed into your character and give your character layer and depth and you know all of those yeah. things that it's win like, awards. It's like a role, it's like a it's like a role playing game. Yeah, you know I mean? like if you're playing a video game, like uh, I don't know, obviously I don't play fucking video games, but like Skyrim, <laughs> it's a role playing game where you make your character, mm-hmm. you give it depth, and you give it like you know you, pick you give it cho- life, you give it life, and you pick the choices you yeah. want to do in that game or whatever it is, yeah. you know. That's basically what acting is. I yeah. just realized that now. I'm like, oh, wow, it's like a video yeah. game. Yeah, it's it's living and breathing. Your yeah. characters make choices. Your characters have needs. And that yeah. was that's Susan Batson's thing is yeah. the need, right? Oh, yeah. So like, like we that. all have yeah. needs in life. We have we all have a need to wake up. You know, there's a reason that we get up. There's a reason that we do certain things. Yeah. And so does your character. Your character yeah. is a living, breathing person yeah. who has needs, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what Carl like really instilled in us is yeah. the, the, the needs and, and how that need drives your character, mm-hmm. drives you, you know, and, and not being afraid to put your needs or, yeah. you know, how to collaborate your needs into the character. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's been the best because I know <laughs> it's been almost therapeutic. Yeah. Like my first role after I got divorced yeah. was I, it was this, um, a horror movie, and okay. I got to kill four guys. Oh, and so wow, that, that, it was that works very perfectly. therapeutic. Yeah, because yeah. you know, you I got to strangle all four of them at the same time. One wow, got that's away. Pretty impressive. I know. Well, one got away. Oh. 
and I had to chase him down in my heels and then stabbed him. And then afterwards, we all got up and said, hey, great to work with you. Yeah. Helped to work with you again. And so you were like great. Catherine Treme. Is that uh, uh, Sharon Stone from Base Against yeah. the <laughs> But again, the, the director yeah. said, cut. Yeah. Everybody went home, right? Took each other's Shook hands. Took each other's hands. Great job. You know? Right. But I got, you know, I got some yeah. of that, that anger and all of that. And, and what was it like being on your first set? After? After, well, yeah, after your divorce and also like getting back into film in that regard. Incredible. It incredible. It yeah, another, it felt like I was supposed to be yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, the feelings were all coming back. It's like yeah. Celine Dion's song, it's all coming back to it's me now. It's all coming back to me now. Yes, yeah. very much so. Uh, when did you make, well, not well, let me ask, not ask you when you made it, <laughs> but. Um, Haven't made a gym. Yeah, what was it called? Actually, is it on YouTube? Oh, is I have it? no idea. I, it was an independent film. It was, you know, a self submission independent film out of LA. Um, oh, so that was in LA, not in Vegas. No, oh, not yes. in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. My first, my first indie film was in LA. Yeah, yeah. Most of what was that experience like being on your first indie feature though? I guess well, in that regard, what was that experience? It was great. Like I said, I, yeah. I mean, I'm in love with being in front of yeah. the camera or That's behind true, yeah. the camera. I mean, I'm or, just trying to see if there's like any more, like, you know, I was like, you know, I want to see if there's any more juicy details to it. Um, like, you know, like, oh, well, you know, it was like really interesting to work with like, you know, the other actors because it was like a nice play and push and like, you know, things like that nature. Cause, you know, anytime you get an actor who will push you yeah. or will work with you, like that is gold. Yeah. So... Being in the first feature, I did get that experience. Yeah. You know, the actor that I that I played opposite of, um, he was he was good as well. Yeah. And so, you know, we pushed each other. Yeah. And then at the same time, I had this like, I don't, I can't even describe it, but it was just, I'm very, I'm comfortable. Yeah. It, so it's so interesting. In auditions, yeah. I am a terrified leaf. Yeah. <laughs> but in front of the camera. Aren't you it's in front of just, camera auditions? I know, but you know, I still deal with that whole like judgment. Yeah. And you know, and I know I gotta get out of yeah. that. But um so that's that's my well, welcome flaw. to the no judgment zone here. This yeah. No judgment oh zone. no, no, this is fine. This is fine. <laughs> um but like anytime I drop into character, so okay, so I don't know how I did it, but I played a pregnant woman. Okay. The first and my first independent feature, right? Wait, wait. Is this for from the inside looking out? Yes. Okay, so that was your, one of your first. That was my first independent feature. Yeah. Oh, the horror film you said was the no, no, no. That was a short. Oh, short. Okay, yeah. so your first independent feature. feature. Yeah. Okay, so was that after the short? Yes. Okay, that was so, well after oh, the short. Cool. Yeah. Okay, just making sure I want to make sure the timeline is correct here. Yes. Right. Oh wait, what happened in between that? So what was crazy is so yeah. every time I put on the pregnancy belly, yeah, like my face swelled up too. And so I remember going to my gynecologist yeah. and telling him, oh, yeah, I'm playing a pregnant woman. And he was like, well, you know, it's hard to look pregnant, you know, because you're physical. Yeah. I said, well, my face wells up. Yeah. And so I showed him a picture. And keep in mind, we were filming at the same time. So he's yeah. looking at me yeah. <laughs> in the present, right? And I'm showing him this picture of like the day before when yeah. I'm filming. And he was like, how did you do that? I was like, I don't know. But I put on that pregnancy suit. And I, my face, like, you yeah. know, so it looked very, very yeah. authentic. Very authentic. <laughs> it was very, very authentic. Like, wow. I, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> but, you know, they say that when your mind, yeah. mind over matter, right? So and definitely your mind was over the my matter. My mind was over the matter. So, you know, when I, when I got on set, I was pregnant. Yeah. I, you know, I would, I would. Did you go, oh, I'm a pack. Yes, I did. <laughs> like, I, you know, because I had been pregnant before. Yeah. So I remember those symptoms or whatever. And I would just remember looking in the mirror like, oh, my gosh, did, I really look pregnant. Did you play it off so well that people were like. Something? Do you need? Do you need something? Is your bag okay? Do you need a pillow? <laughs> yes, a couple times. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. But I, I, you know, but yeah, because yeah, there were people who thought I was actually pregnant. Like, are you really pregnant? Yeah. 
No, I'm just good at playing it. Just good at playing it. Good. Yeah, I was divorced and not getting any, so <laughs> definitely not pregnant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first feature. You said we could be open. That's, that's okay. true. I did blame myself. Uh, um, what was it? So that first feature. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, because you go from feature to sh- well, short to feature. Mm-hmm. What was there any challenges on uh, feature? First feature because you're now you're not doing commercials where it's thirty seconds. You're not yeah. doing short where it's forty five minutes or so. Yeah. You know you're doing like a whole two hour maybe two hour movie. Yeah. So I think the the biggest challenge with any ind- any independent film yeah. that is filmed in pieces and not you know in like when you film a feature, there's yeah. set days and you're yeah. doing it every day. So I think the biggest was continuity, right? Yeah. That's always so a big thing. it's always a big thing with yeah. with independence is my hair. Yeah. My hair changed, you know, and then making sure that the hair was look, looked like it did a month ago yeah. or two weeks ago yeah. or three months ago, right? Or six months ago. Or yeah. six months ago or, you know, so the continuity and then keeping up that character over yeah. a period of time and even keeping up my body weight yeah. because, as you know, with some yeah. of the things that we've done, when the time, I, it was one yeah. one thing project we did and I was 20 pounds lighter yeah. we finished like the next and, episode and also too like like you said content not only just continuity um or the thing you were saying about uh again i had <laughs> it in okay. my head and i just blanked out just, this happens again like all the time it happens when <laughs> i don't get enough sleep but um no wow. but being on that um the feature where i was yes. trying to get to is where you know doing the continuity like you said is yeah. tough in general it's tough just, in general yeah tough in, um uh, that's not the point I was trying to make. Nope, it wasn't. But I'm trying to remember. It's going to be like after you leave, I'll remember what I was trying to point out. Well, okay. Well, I'll say this. So doing the feature on an independent film, yeah. I really realized how much I wanted to direct. Okay. So, you know, you know, recently I've yeah. fallen in love with being behind the camera. Yeah. Um, and so. Mistress. It's my mistress. <laughs> Directing is my mistress. That should be a shirt. I know. That should be a shirt. Um, I might make that's that gonna be the new shirt. Yeah. Exactly. Um, as long as I get five percent. Anyway, so uh, well, that's fine. I mean, I only but I, to be honest with you all, I'm gonna be transparent because I'm always transparent on the show. Actually, to be like the twenty twenty dollars and ninety nine cents, I only see about nine bucks if, if someone buys that shirt. That's pretty good though. But yeah, I mean still like if I'm not gonna make much from it. Yeah, yeah. I don't really care if I make money from it. I just want people to buy the shirt. Yeah. It's care. a cool shirt. I it's like a cool shirt. But yeah. Getting two shirts but in. I don't know. Director is my mistress. Maybe the next big <laughs> I think I might have, I might do that today, actually, <laughs> when they're done. <laughs> no problem. Um, so, I, I anyway back to um, like I said, I fell in love with directing because I realized that I wanted to tell stories in more ways than one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so I directed a play, a stage play. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah, and what, what um, stage plays are completely different. Completely thing. different thing. So, yeah. what did you learn from that? Directing or being on stage plays? Both. Okay, so being... Directing on a stage play, I should say, too. What did you learn from that as well? Yeah. And did you bring anything from the film set? And I mean, I guess acting-wise on a stage play... It's totally different. It's, it's totally different? Yeah. Okay, so... You, well, because you can... On, on in film, right? Yeah. If you don't like that take, you can take another one. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah obviously. On stage, yeah. there's no... I'm sorry, um, audience, can you... Just look away yeah. for a second while I reset and try this again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, sure. well, yeah. so, it's, it's not not the not the broad strokes, but like the the blocking and all that. The stuff. blocking, that's the same. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's the same. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same. But you know, 
when you're on stage, you have to keep in mind that the person in the back row may have cataracts and can't see very well or can't hear very well. And you have to make sure that you project and make sure, you know, so you're not yelling, but your diaphragm, diaphragm, yeah, talking from the diaphragm. Um, Theater is very, very uh, vulnerable because, Mm -hmm. again, you have to leave everything on the stage, right? And there isn't... um, a cut. There's no. Yeah. Let's take that back again. Go back to your one. You know. Yeah. There's none of that. Unless you're Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat as Donny Osmond. There you go. <laughs> um, and local productions yeah. generally don't yeah. do that. But <laughs> um, so you know, in the same way that you do in front of the camera, where you have to yeah. be intimate. It's, you know, it's different because, like I said, you can take a cut, but on stage you can't do that, and you have to give it to the little lady, little old lady in the back with the cataracts who yeah. can barely hear. You know, you have to make sure that she can see and she can hear everything yeah. just as intimately as the person in that's the front row. That's a little row. hard if she has cataracts. I'm, right, but yeah. you, that's what you have to yeah, think yeah. about, right? Um, and so I remember the I did a play, Raisin in the Sun, okay. and it reviewed very well, but they said that the majority of the cast, including me, yeah. they could tell we were film actors. Oh, wow. Yes. That's pretty impressive, actually. Well, no, because well, I again... Mean, impressive that they could like, that they out. could, yeah, 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 yeah. But um, they could tell we were film actors because we were intimate. So in film, it's very intimate because the camera can capture everything, yeah. right? Yeah. But that doesn't work on stage, no, you yeah. know? So I, I had to learn h- how to yeah. be a stage actor. Um, and I, but... You know, and even in class, you generally learn a lot about stage as opposed to film. Yeah. Because you can't always say cut or, you you know, you have to keep yeah. going. I mean, there's so many great moments have happened on film when the character just kept going yeah. and was just in it. And so, you know, you learn a lot of that from exactly. the stage. Yeah. So um, that's what I learned as far as a direct being a director. I'm sorry, from being an actor on stage. Mm-hmm. I took, and in film, I take a lot of that into directing because yeah. I understand with all the training that I've had, um, you know, sometimes what the nuances or what tar- uh, triggers yeah. an, an actor may have um, and, or how to get a performance out of someone, right? Yeah. So the, the actor teacher, the actress, the actor, acting teacher I had who, um, like I said, really challenged yeah. me. She also gave me an opportunity to teach. Like sometimes I would teach her classes if she yeah. was away. Or Is that how you met Jamie? That is how I met Yeah, because he told me that story a little bit. Yeah. yeah because that woman, he went, moved to Atlanta. Yes, yes. yes. Um, so, you know, she gave me an opportunity yeah. to teach as well. So I, I, I learned how to get things out of actors, yeah. you know, as well. And then, so my first time directing the play, you know, I took 20 actors. Wait, no, we had 23 and yeah, I think yeah. only one, two had ever acted before. Yeah. And, you know, taught them how to act. Yeah. You know, we did the play. It was for my church. And it was a great play. Yeah. It was well-received. Um, and we had a lot of fun doing yeah. it. And so what I learned from directing a stage play that I now do in film directing yeah. is really just how to put everything together mm-hmm. with a writer yeah. Right. And and yeah. making sure that you respect the writer's story mm-hmm. at the same time, you're respecting the actor and, yeah. and bringing that all together. And so just seeing something work on yeah. camera, it's just like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it's pretty, pretty magical. Pretty magical. Yeah. yeah. Now also being on stage and acting, mm-hmm. did you bring anything from that to the film sets or is that um, just two different beasts that you're like, well, you can't really bring anything. 
the only thing I think is common is the actor is getting the actor to yeah. perform, right? Yeah. Or to get them to see your vision yeah. and the communication. So the communication with an actor, yeah, I, yeah you definitely can bring or, it. Uh, but and like you said, blocking, yeah, blocking. But also, what about like because I know sometimes you have to over exaggerate on stage, yeah, in a sense. And I think sometimes you have to over exaggerate on film because it doesn't really show well no so at least not in my belief so yeah. you know there's been a lot of stage actors who've auditioned for yeah. for film projects yeah. that i've been on or have been on set and i've had to tone them down yeah. because yes on stage you have to you know over exaggerate yeah, yeah. or do all of that but on camera it shows up weird okay right i, I had to make well then again it's a mind piece i was working on with someone oh, and they okay had, and they had to over exaggerate a little bit because like I needed to see the facial expressions, I guess. Oh, okay. So maybe, yeah. maybe it's just two different, maybe I'm thinking two different ways about it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. On film, you can see the overacting yeah. a lot more than you yeah. do on stage because, yeah. like I said, the camera's right yeah. there, you know, right there in front of your face. Like some of the worst films I've seen, it's just, it's been the overacting that just, it name just one. completely. Name a, name a terrible film. Not doing it. Mm-mm. You played the fifth? I played the fifth. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Fair enough. See why I can get out of you, how far I can take it before I uh, plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. Um, only because, you know, I possibly may work for him one day. Oh. <laughs> um, but, it, oh God. Uh, but you know, for me, and it happens on stage too, is anytime you take the, the audience out of the fantasy, yeah. right? You've, you've, you've done a disservice. Yeah. Right. I mean, the whole reason people come to watch films is to disengage yeah, from their own escapism. life. It, yeah. yeah. So if you bring something that's not real or authentic, yeah. it just oh, I will name a movie yeah. Valkyrie. Val- hated the, the Tom Val- movie. Yes. Like Nazis? I never hated saw it. Right? Really? Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. And I'll tell you why. Oh, please do. Because Tom Cruise did not sound like he was anywhere from Germany. Oh, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, and he was supposed to be German, a German. Uh, so you know, in the beginning I'm, of the film, right? In the beginning of the film, I was like, "Oh, is he an American in Germany?" And then, as the movie progresses, you realize, "Oh no, he's actually part of Hitler's regime." Uh, so he was born in Germany, sounding yeah. like he's from Ohio. Yeah. Like it just, I was, I was so upset because he was one of the actors I looked upon. Yeah, and. To for me, it was it was disrespect, yeah. right? Because it's like you're getting paid all these millions of dollars to make a movie, and you yeah. can't even do an accent. Like you can't even try. Yeah, you know. Well, hey, now Tom Cruise like does his own stunts, and he's like 50 years old, and or something. Like and that. again, there's there's certain yeah. there, and so there. I've always had a respect for yeah. him, but in that movie, I just felt like he, I felt like it was disrespectful. Yeah. I heard in Top Gun, he did all the stunts for. The, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Again, he's a fantastic actor, yeah. and and that's commitment. But I Cocktails just feel his best movie. <laughs> I just felt like Valkyrie was just again because I'm working so hard chasing the frame yeah. and to get there, and it's like you have this opportunity. You are right there where I yeah, want to yeah. be, and you can't just you yeah, go. You know, the what extra I mean? like, effort, like the what, extra effort. Maybe his German accent was so bad. They're like Tom. Just do the American. Nope. So me, that's not an excuse. You know what I mean? Because that wouldn't work for, it wouldn't work for someone, it wouldn't work for a Tom Johnson, right? Who was trying to go there, right? Who's Tom Johnson? I'm saying just anybody. It wouldn't have worked. (laughs) You know, it it, it only worked because he's Tom Cruise, but you know what I mean? Like, 
if anybody else would have done that movie and have and did a yeah. disservice like that, then they wouldn't have made he wouldn't have got it. He yeah. wouldn't he would have been fired right away. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was the same thing with and she's phenomenal and I love her and I still want to work with her. But um oh God, now her name escapes me. I see her in Angela Angela um Bassett? Yes, Angela Bassett. When she did the Bassett Angela. We don't know who you're talking about. Absolutely Angela Bassett. <laughs> um when she did the movie with um Who's the rapper who passed away? Um, uh, the, he was uh, the other one. Biggie. Biggie. When she did Biggie's movie, like she went in and out of the Jamaican accent as what his mom. What movie did she do with Biggie? It was there was like his life story. Oh, the oh the notorious Big. Yes. Oh, okay. And she went that. in and out of the the Jamaican accent, and I was like, Angela, you are an incredible, yeah, award winning actor, like. Come on, yeah, you yeah. know, and and as a black as a black actress, yeah. I was just like rooting for her, and yeah, yeah. she just let me down. But I mean, she has since so I mean, much she redeemed was, herself. She was Tina Turner. She was Tina Turner, but she has so much redeemed herself. I mean, yeah. she's freaking phenomenal. She's paved the way. You yeah. know what I mean? But I I just remember like Angela, come on, yeah, yeah. you know. But um, you know, this is actually this is a really good time to be a black actress. It is yeah, it is <laughs> really good. Time yeah, to be a black actress. True, I think. Um, it is. It's yeah, they've we've done phenomenally. Yes, so yeah. I'm very excited about the direction that we're going. Sorry, guys, I had to take a sip of water. It's okay, it happens in the show. Yeah, <laughs> just took water at the same time. So there's dead, dead air. There's dead air. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the audience was taking you ever, water. You ever, that see time that, too. Uh, you ever see Always Sunny in Philadelphia? No. Oh, it's like a, it's like Seinfeld, but like to ten, like okay, or it's like like worse and not worse, like, like bad, like their idea, like right, they're crazy. Yeah. So they're trying to make a podcast, and like they don't know what to say, and Frank Danny DeVito is like dead air, <laughs> <laughs> dead air. I love Danny DeVito. Oh, Danny DeVito oh my gosh, uh. I just saw him in. Um, Jumanji. Oh, I just saw Jumanji. Also, did you? Did yeah, you? What did you think? Week, uh, last week, it was great. I liked. It. I loved it. I loved, they were phenomenal. Yeah, they how were. they kept doing the different characters. Yeah, that was, I was great. Like, I, I really liked the last one too. That yeah, uh, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, and, and I think the next level bought a new, like honestly, brought it to the next level and a it different really way of thinking about it. And I think it really obviously did. the way it ends. There's a third one, yeah, I think, in the world. There's clearly a third one. There has one. to be a third one that <laughs> finishes off. There has to be a third one, yeah. It's really funny because if you watch Welcome to the Jungle, there's a nice mm-hmm. little, it kind of homages, uh, well, not really homages, but it kind of brings full circle the end of Jumanji. Yep. It's like the kids find it, but the dad goes running on the yep. beach. So it's kind of like, okay, that picks up differently. Yep. But then there's also Alan Partridge's, um, Parrish's, I'm sorry, Alan Parrish's, Parrish's yeah. house. Yep. In the cartoon show, I think, too. Yep. So it's a nice thing. It is. Own little thing to you know yes. where it is now, and I like where I like where it's going. Yes, I was a little scared because when I went to see it Thursday night, not last Thursday, um, I went to see it. The movie theater was empty, kind of. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh boy, I hope this movie does well." I, I, yeah, and I'm laughing. I'm having a good old time. I was laughing yeah. like ha ha. Yeah, I was like, laughing hard. Hearty yeah. laughing. Yeah, yes, it was, it was, it was hilarious. Good, yes. Great movie. It really. Oh, is. you know what I also saw? What? Bad Boys for Life. How did you see that? Is it out already? No. So. By the time Ooh. this podcast is aired, I'll tell you how. I, I got free tickets. So, uh, me and Ashley went to see, what was it, the week before? I don't remember now. <laughs> but we went to see a movie, and uh, this guy's passing out flyers. Like, he's like, you want to see a free movie? We can't tell you what it is. It's an action comedy. I'm like, oh, okay, it's cool. Now, I can say this, because by the time this podcast aired, 
It will be an It'll hour. Be out. It'll be out. It'll be yeah. Past that. But um, so basically, I'm like, yeah, I like to do those because I get the GoFobo, which you should go on that website. Okay. GoFobo. GoFobo, because you get free movie tickets to see screenings of movies before they come out. Nice. So, like, basically, I saw Terminator, uh, Gen- not Genesis, Terminator Dark Tomorrow, whatever it was called, Dark Fate. Okay. Um, like a week before it came out, and I saw Blockers with John Cena a week before it came out. Yeah. We had to go really early because at seven o'clock typically at Red Rock Casino, and there's a long line. Yeah. I got the front row the like the last two times like it's that it's that crazy. So this one they're doing separate sections and stuff like that. So I took uh, my roommate and we went to um, I figured it was Bad Boys Three because I saw a commercial for the in the trailers in the movie oh. that we went to see. So I'm like, actually got me Bad Boys Three. Got it. So I'm like calling it out. I'm like it's Bad Boys Three. I'm people. I'm like, I'm like what? I'm like yeah, it's Bad Boys Three. So it was great. Best Love one I thought. It. Best one. Oh, I can't wait. It, it, I think one's good. Mm-hmm. Two has a great villain. I love Johnny mm-hmm. Tappy as a villain. Mm-hmm. And three was the best overall, I think, completely. That is good. So it was a perfect trifecta. It was a perfect trifecta. And it was a little It was a little long, a little, like, the ending was a little short. It was still, they're still working on it a little bit. So oh, okay. the visual effects, the color wasn't really complete, but it sounded really complete to what I was hearing. Mm-hmm. And again, really good twist. Um, and it sets up for a sequel. Bad Boys Forever. Wow. I think that's the that's the running title. I'm thinking is I, I read a Wikipedia article a long time ago where it said Bad Boys for Life's three and then Bad Boys Forever's four. So and then they kind of blocked it out a little bit on Wikipedia and they never oh, talked much about it. Yeah, and I had a lot of survey and everything. It was really a cool experience. Yeah, but yeah, Bad Boys Three was awesome. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, January seventeenth, I think, or something like that. Okay. Yeah, that means I know exactly what I'm going to be doing January seventeenth. Yeah, I highly recommend Bad Boys Three, but. All about Jumanji a little bit, and Angela Bass and all that stuff, because we got yeah. Danny DeVito and all that stuff. So you do your first independent yep. feature. Yep. Boom. What do you do after that? Um, was, I yeah. started creating. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I still did some short films, mm-hmm. but then I started creating. So I uh, worked with four other people to do Plan B, which I hope will be out 2020. Very okay. excited about you that. You are actually in a... Oh my gosh! So hopefully, yeah. yeah it's hopefully, like twenty six weeks into the new year, so yeah. you should be four, six, five months in. So uh, oh, Plan B should be out. Yeah. Okay, so, so hopefully I'll be go go look at Plan B. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll put in the uh, show notes if it is. By then, Checkmate will be done. Yes. So I wrote Checkmate. Okay. What was and... that experience like running Checkmate? What is Checkmate? Let's tell the viewers what Checkmate is first of all, because that's kind of important to do. It is Checkmate yeah. is my first time pinning and directing. Pinning. Penning. 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 I wrote my first short film called yeah. Checkmate. Um, so, you know, back to what I was saying about why I love this industry yeah. and being able to tell a story. So this story is essentially a very, very loosely, a very, very loose. It's loosely based on my life, mm-hmm. but it's more loosely based on what I would have liked to do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you shouldn't say that in a court of law. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, well, I mean, my ex husband's still alive, so he's fine. <laughs> Again, I just—it's just, it's just it your dream. It's your dream. Yeah, it was yeah. just—it's—it's it's what I would have done yeah. if I could have got away with it. Yeah. You just—you just showed your whole hand. <laughs> exactly. Um, but loosely, yeah. loosely, because it, clearly it's not the same story. It's yeah, not. Yeah. It's definitely not my. Not story. the same names. Not the same names, not the same story, but not the same sorority. No, but the same um, anger. Yeah, <laughs> it's the same anger. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a story about the consequences of infidelity when mm-hmm. met with 
the sins of the father and sisterhood. Mm. So it's um, it's a very interesting story with with like two plot twist. Yeah. Yeah, we can't really tell much because we don't know if it's gonna be out by this time. Exactly, but, <laughs> but or it, it was, hopefully yeah. it's in the film circuit yeah. or it's in the festival circuit yeah, yeah. by this time. Okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, so Checkmate is it was it was therapeutic. Yeah, because I got to pen it. It was it mm-hmm. was so you're an author shaping. Yeah, I'm an author now. I'm a author. writer. No, no. I, it was my first WGA. Oh wow! You got submission. the WGA. Yeah, it's in the WGA. So you're SAG and WGA. SAG and WGA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now I'm working on the DGA and the oh, PGA. Shit. <laughs> um, so so yeah, I got to write and direct. Yeah. That was it was the first time. So Sean Jackson is yeah. who I have to credit for yeah. making me write. Mm-hmm. So I I done a film with him, and you know he became my mentor, and he was like, "You need to write. You need to write." Yeah. Like so, it started off as a story. Uh, I was gonna do Road Rage. Yeah. And then I was like, "Wait, okay. is that another? Is that another story?" No, no. This oh. is just how Checkmate evolved gotcha. into this story. So, um, I have a little bit of Road Rage. So I was thinking, I'm yeah. like, "Okay, Road Rage. Let me see, write a story about that." Yeah. And then that turned into, "Okay, what would be the perfect murder?" Yeah. And then I was dating a um like a um. A special agent yeah. in one of our uh, armed forces. <laughs> oh, wow. And so I was asking him, like, so what would be the perfect murder? And so he yeah. told me some stuff, and I was like, I can't afford a wood chipper in a boat. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, what else? And he was like, um, the second best murder. Yeah, this was the second best way. And so um, he told me, and so I based the story off of that. Mm. So, um, or I based the actions yeah. of the story off yeah. of that. And so, yeah, so that's how I come to Checkmate. Now, let me ask you this, too, uh, directly for your first time. Yeah? What was it like? Well, like, it wasn't my first time, so... Okay. We did stage, but, yeah. like, for film... No, no, though. no, it wasn't my first oh, okay. film. So what I wanted to do was be very right smart. No, 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 it was my first time writing and directing. Oh, yeah, that's true. I know you actually... I know where you directed, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm jumping the gun a little bit. <laughs> so I wanted to be very smart yeah. with Checkmate because I knew it was going to be my first, and I didn't want it to look like my first. Yeah, yeah. So I volunteered and acted and did as much as I could mm-hmm. in front and behind the camera to learn as much as I could before. Going back and forth to LA to do acting. Yep. Stuff? Okay. Yep. I still take classes okay. in LA. Gotcha. Um, with, huh? Yeah, I was gonna say, do you do uh, commercials and other stuff like that in LA as well? Uh, I, w- just, I would love classes? to say yes, but I haven't booked anything in a while. Okay. <laughs> but I'm a busy um, woman. Yeah, oh God, yeah. Um, but no, I still take classes in yeah. LA. So okay. I take classes with Dennis Neal in um, Hollywood. Okay. So yeah, I actually was there last night. Oh. Um, but anyway, so what was I talking about? Uh, checkmate I was like hey is your first feature uh, no yeah yeah, short? yeah and you're like no I did other things yeah, yeah. yeah so no actually my first my friend Kai who you yeah. had on the show previously yes, 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 yes. she gave me the first opportunity to direct a film and what was direct- that experience like it was awesome I learned a lot from Kai yeah and um, really fell in love with directing of course I worked with you yeah. that was the first time you and I worked together it was yes yeah. we had some very interesting <laughs> yes, we do <laughs> So if you guys don't know, when John and I put our minds together, you never know. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen. Like, but it's uh, always magic. We do is. great stuff. We do, we yeah. do great stuff. Yeah. 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 So, um, so yeah, learning how to work with your yeah. cinematographer, yeah. right? Um, and then, like I said, Sean was a mentor yeah. and, and um, Alberto Triana, yeah. who hopefully you'll get on the show as I well. I hope so. I have. I, yeah. I reached out to him a long time ago. So yeah. uh, hopefully I told him, I told him a date. He said, 
doesn't know then I had to change it on him and then call yeah well I'm not gonna yeah I'm done <laughs> well he's he's a fantastic and so yeah. he was he was um he helped me a lot yeah so and then Sean gave me an opportunity to direct a scene in a yeah. film that he was doing was that um, so, Wolf and Cub uh, not Wolf and Cub wow. Wolf Wolf no, yeah it wasn't Wolf um I AD'd Wolf oh yeah yeah he let me AD Wolf but um no, it was um, it was called Stacy. Okay, and so I got to direct this uh, scene. It was pretty steamy, like yeah. it was like hookah. Yeah, and yeah. It was like a it was it was pretty yeah. like sexual, but yeah. it wasn't obviously it wasn't sexual, but it was you know the tension yeah, and yeah. of all that. And so that was like I was like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Yeah. So I just took every opportunity I could before I got to my own set. Yeah. Because I didn't want to, I didn't want that to be the first time I ever, yeah, Yeah. I didn't want that to be the first time I ever directed. And I didn't want it, like I said, my biggest goal is I didn't want Checkmate to look like my first film. Also, you know, learning the language. Learning the language, yeah. yeah. So, you know, Alberto, I call him Berto, Berto was my DP um, for checkmate and so you know he walked me through like what would be the needs he was asking me color so i had i had so much that i had to learn even before getting on the set Mm -hmm. and and of course you know he was awesome and you were awesome i I had great people so checkmate and you know doesn't look like my first film because i let everybody i had a great team helps a lot yes and i and i asked everybody to essentially take my vision yeah but own it. Yeah. Own your piece. And right? also, yeah, you, you, it was basically stay in your lane. Stay in your and lane. That, you know, that, that is and, huge no, for me. No, it is, and it's, I know it's huge for you. And also yeah. at the same time, it's a uh, really, I watched the video yesterday. I'm like watching a whole bunch of videos recently. And this guy, Maddie, he's, um, I forgot his last name. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. He was on set for a short film. And he was like, look how many people are on this short film. Just like the crew alone was huge. Yeah. And like, he was just asking, he was saying like, you know, I learned through this, like, you know, you can't do one man running gun. Nope. But because everyone has a specific lane they yes. have. And there's also those specific things that they're looking at is very fine detail oriented. Because like, you know, you're the director, you're looking at this certain stuff. Yeah. But like, you know, the production designer found this. Yep. Oh yeah, there's a detail here. Like yep. you have to look at that and stuff like that. So everyone has their own lane to their stay own in. Lane. And it's like, it's magic when it all works together. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you for a short film had a really nice size crew. I did. Which, I did. On, which honestly, like a lot of the I short did. films that I know of, we don't have big crews. And right. I mean, not to sound like I'm knocking people over or anything like that. I'm just speaking from experience and like, just like the idea of having a bigger crew is very helpful. Yeah. It's also, it, you get a lot done quicker and stuff yeah. like that. And you don't miss things as right. well. And well, you did miss one thing. Scene I did six. miss scene six. Yeah, scene six. Yeah, I'm uh, in the movie and I'm, I'm like, <laughs> we're scene six. Oh, we got to film that one. Um, yeah, but the having such a big crew, and I, and I got to say, I was yeah. blessed. Yeah. You know, I had so many people help me. Yeah. Um, Hassani, Kai. Kai yeah. was yeah. amazing. Yeah. Um, and then my cast, like... Sabrina, Sabrina, yeah. who also executive produced it, well, also I need to started get on podcast it. Also, by the way, she would so do it. Yeah. Um, but you know, like she was fantastic with. She helped executive produce it and produced it, and yeah, we just had like all of our. It was it was it was a fun set too because yeah. it felt like we had all of our friends. Yeah, but. You know, yeah, I had a big crew for yeah. an indie film, and then Serenity. But that's the thing—you need a big crew in just anything, really. Yeah, Serenity like, Catering. I have to shout yeah. out because she came through with the. You remember my my craft yes. services was amazing. It was like the best. Yeah, <laughs> I had like so like again. I'm not. I feel like I'm knocking people down on craft services too now. 
But like I've had so much pizza in like the last like few <laughs> years, and it's like a terrible like I don't want to eat pizza anymore. I'm like sick of a little a little I love little Caesars. I'm like it's a guilty pleasure, but still yeah. I'm like I don't like guilty. Like I'm tired from it and all that yeah. stuff. And like the last time I had craft services like that, to be honest, is on a set I went to <laughs> in Jersey. I did a freelance job a few times for this one guy. They're called um, Aurora Coast Productions. Mm-hmm. Remember the name correctly? This guy has a half a million dollars worth of equipment. He had red. He had a whole bunch of lights. Everything. The kit caboodle. Yeah. And the first. Two sets I've been on, he had brought in catering. And my God, the the, the shit this guy made yeah. was great. The next few times he had pizza because we was like smaller pr- products. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm like, I need to go on production. He's like, this is fucking dope. I'm like, oh my God. Like he's making beef skewer sticks. I'm like, what yeah. the Sally, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> she was incredible. Yeah. And I remember she came, she had on her chef suit. Yep. She laid everything yeah. out. The breakfast was yep. all kinds of fruits and stuff. Yeah. And then we had like quinoa for lunch yeah. and chicken and green beans. You, and, I was like, oh my And the oh crazy thing goodness. is you, need, you actually need that shit yes. over the other yes. stuff, the crappy shit. Like, yes. Again, I'm not knocking anyone over. No, no, no. Because we get it, yeah, right? Yeah, we get it. But I, I got it's it. It's tough though. I was, you had, like, I was blessed. I, yeah. I got to say from... From the cast to the yeah. crew to the food to everything, yeah. because literally, I just, as you know, yeah. I am a professional lane stayer. And I remember yeah. going through and talking to everybody that, you know, yeah. I asked to, to head up a department. Because, yeah. like, even down to my hair, like, you yeah. know, the hair that I wore in uh, for the film, yeah. I would have never put that on Adia, right? Yeah. But the I had put her in charge of hair and I told her, your name is going on here. Yeah. So you need to own this. And yeah. she did. And the hair was phenomenal. It fit with the character. It was everything yeah, yeah. I asked for. Um, but if I would have, if I would have allowed me to take over for what she did, it yeah. wouldn't have wouldn't been, work. it yeah, wouldn't yeah. have worked. So, you know, that's why I think it doesn't look like my first film. Right. I don't know what my first film would have been like had I had I been also selfish. Learned so much, probably. I too, learned so much. Everyone around you, is yes. So much knowledge, especially as a thirteen-time director, no, third-time third director, <laughs> third probably. Yeah. But still, you're you're growing because you were on smaller sets and stuff yeah. like that. But then when you have a bigger set, you're like, holy shit, probably, yeah. and you're like, probably a little nervous. Were you? Yeah, I was yeah. very nervous. I was very nervous. Yeah. You know, one because I mean, my mentor was right there, yeah. and all these people that I respected were yeah. all around me, and and it was my first and so yeah. you know i'm running a set and yeah. that was that was intimidating at first and what was it like working with actors was it because it, is it easy to work with actors as a director who also teaches acting so and stuff one like of that? my actors dan white yeah. had been on um a barbershop the series he was like okay a, he was a series regular yeah. or recurring on barbershop the yeah, yeah. series and so i am directing him yeah who has been on a freaking real set with real people who know what they're doing. And so it was the biggest compliment for him to say that I did well and that he was like, and that he liked the way I directed. And I was like, okay. So that was very intimidating. That is intimidating. You know, but at the same time I couldn't show it because I knew what I wanted. I, you know, I had a vision. I knew what I wanted. I knew what I wanted to see. And so I had to stay true to that and not let the fear of the intimidation, you know, like, it's the same thing. Like you cover it up, do do the job, yeah. and then you're like, "Oh my god!" You're acting I did it. Exactly, exactly. I had to step out of yeah. Adia and yeah. into the role and just be Madam Director yeah. and not not worry about the fear that Adia yeah. had. Yeah. What did you do after Checkmate? I fell asleep. I fell asleep in my closet. What are you? Are you talking about after checkmate? Yeah, after checkmate, not not falling asleep. Obviously, <laughs> I was exhausted after checkmate. Oh my god, I had that happen before. <laughs> but, uh, uh, after checkmate, finishing it. Yeah, and not falling asleep in your closet. Post that. What did you do? 
started working on a game show. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm working on now, is working on a game show. What are the challenges of a game show? First off, it's nothing like film. Yeah. And I have- I, t- I told you that yourself. You told me that. Um, well, listen to me until they actually- Hey, listen, I don't need the, I told you so right now. Told you uh, so. <laughs> but I started working on a game show. Yeah. Um, so Paradox Morality hopefully will be out in 2020 as well. Um, and I <laughs> learned a lot from yeah. that too. Yeah. My gosh. So yeah. So yeah, after Checkmate, I pretty much went into game the game show. And anything else you're working on as well? Um, well, you know, we're working on the projects with Kai. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure you guys have talked about them, so I'm going to talk about them. Yeah. Um, Plan B and Chick Dicks. Okay. Um, <laughs> Funny story about chick dicks. <laughs> um, chick dicks means female detective for yeah. all of you uh, whose minds wandered somewhere else. It's about female detectives. Mm-hmm. So it's about a CIA. Yep. It's a CIA agent who was too tough or too crazy on yeah. the job um, to a very submissive and with a very submissive hostage negotiator who takes hours longer yeah. than most people. Okay. <laughs> because, I like this idea. <laughs> and so they both get fired on the same day <laughs> and they join, um, they join together and open yeah. up a PI okay. firm and they accidentally solve crimes. I hope they meet in the middle somehow. They do. So <laughs> it, it is about their arc of how, you know, the submissive one yeah. gets very tough. The over tough one, Gets a little more, gets yeah. softer. And so at the end of their arc, you yeah. see a total transformation between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but they accident, but you, the funny part is they're ac- they, how they accidentally yeah. solve is crime. Is that a series or a movie? It's a series. Okay. Yeah. Like you, you have more than one season kind of planned out? Yes. Okay. That's good at least. Yes. Yes. Have, yes so yes. at least three seasons planned out. I know. I know the rules. I know the rules. I wasn't actually making rules. I was just saying, do you have three seasons planned out? No, I've got two. Oh. But- <laughs> okay. Two more than me. Uh, so here's here I let me see if and all of this while working full time and having a child. Yeah, that's pretty impressive actually. <laughs> Entrepreneur, hustler, mother, yeah. filmmaker, actor, direct her, direct her. Hey, you like that? Yes. I have to make that shirt. I have the shirt. Oh yeah, you do. I Never do. mind. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, now we're gonna get to the point of the podcast when we talk okay. about the film community out here. Okay. So I like to get down to the nitty gritty and figure out what is the good, the bad, the ugly of the film community. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you what are the strengths? Okay. What are the weaknesses? And what can we do to kiss the glass and go past the glass? Or we're kissing the glass. Yep. What can we do to go past the glass? Okay, I won't say weaknesses. I say challenges. Okay, challenges, weaknesses. Yeah. I mean, tomato, tomato to me. <laughs> I know. It's just Pros, for cons. me. Yeah, yeah, for me. Um, so the strengths of the film community here. One is cheap. Yeah. We don't have to do a lot of permits, you yeah. know. Um, so that's definitely a strength. We have yeah. a very strong um, Nevada film office is very strong and, mm-hmm. and you know, very supportive. Um, the we the challenges yeah, yeah. are kind of what I was talking about before is yeah. the mindset mm-hmm. of the of some of the actors here. Yeah, so yeah. for me, I've always said there are actors who live in Vegas, and then there's Las Vegas actors, and yeah. there's there's those are two different categories. Yeah, actors who live in Las Vegas have the work ethic, and you know if, you, if they yeah. say they're going to be on set, they're going to be on set. That's you don't the, have to worry about them. Well, let's say that's ten to twenty percent. Exactly. Eighty to ninety are the ones that you're. They're Las Vegas actors. actors. Yeah, Um, and they're the ones who will do. You know, and having been raised in the film community in LA, and still being in the film community in LA, um, which is why I go to classes in LA, is because I need that. I need that same level of work ethic, that same level of professionalism, Mm -hmm. and it's hard to find here Mm -hmm. because 
the expectation or the standard has been mediocrity. Yeah. And which is, you know, sense. I, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, for me as a, as a, as growing up in the LA film community yeah. an independent film, you treated just as you would if MGM yeah. or, um, uh, Sony or Sony or Universal. Warner Brothers Universal yeah. like if you're the hustle's supposed to, different the hu- yeah, yeah the hustle is so different in yeah. LA you're like you're on set and you're showing up yeah, on yeah. set and you're giving your all because you don't know who that director yeah. is going to be exactly, one day yeah. you don't know who that writer is going to be one day you know you think about um John Singleton right yeah. and the the actors he discovered who are now Oscar winning yeah. actors right yeah. and they took a chance on John, right? Yeah. In the beginning, Spike Lee, you know, there's yep. so many people that took a chance and they've stayed the course and they yeah. they use those same people. So in LA, that's what it is. It's just like you get on set and you give it your all. And here you get excuses like, oh, I'm spending some time with my family. I can't come to set. Are, yeah. are you kidding me? Yeah, we planned this out like weeks ago. We planned this out yeah. weeks ago, months ago. We sent out call sheets and yeah. you have a family get together. Yeah. Like and in LA, you don't show up on set because you're dead, yeah. right? <laughs> or somebody. Well, like he got into a car accident. Some, something, something happened. Something like legit. You, you think of even Shia LaBeouf, right? Yeah. Like he broke a bone and was still on set, yeah. right? And they had to write it in the movie because that's costing money. Yep. And so that's the mindset in LA is, you know, you you show up on yeah. set. You know, well, you don't want to get that reputation true. of being an actor who won't show up or may not show up because- People who are doing things yeah. will stop using you. You you may get the stuff that people are just like pulling out yeah. their um, their little camera, you know, <laughs> the yeah. cheapest camera they have, and they're just you know people who don't know. But the people who are actually like who are passionate about this yeah. business and are and are going and struggling, they will not. They and won't ask it's you. It's funny too because like you know I, I always say this on the podcast to everyone who's on here so far. Like since uh, my friend George Elias was on this podcast, and he does a lot of YouTube videos. I don't know if you've seen him or friends with him on Mm-mm. Facebook. Um, he shares a lot of his videos. He has YouTube. He has like over 200 videos. Yeah. Now, like this is going to the actor thing. So basically, he's told me on the podcast, he's like, you know, I offered actors money, like $25, something, something, something little. It's yeah. like, you know, just for their time yeah. or pizza, something, just something. That's yeah. all I can give them. That's right why now. I always feed them, which yeah. is why I feed them well. Yeah. And they're like, <laughs> no, they're like too good for that. Yeah. And it's like, you know, like because they're an extra, extra in The Walking Dead or yes. something like that. It's like, Dude, he's like, I'm just trying to get their name out there. I'm trying to help them. And that's what they, I mean, yeah, you're trying to just help them in general. Yes. Try, like, I mean, at more, in the beginning, it's about real. Yeah. Like, it's about getting a quality yeah. real. Like, I'm about, so picky yeah. with who I work with because I want a quality real. Let me ask you this because okay. I, I had this discussion with Melina a little bit too. Like, we talked about, I, I always say, like, the thing about growth in this community is, first of all, let me preface this. I always say this on the podcast. I think this community, and I've heard this before, the community is very small, small right? Yeah. But it's also very fractioned, yeah. where it's very clicky. Yeah. Everyone's very in a true. click. Everyone's doing their own thing. No one's yeah. really together. Yeah. Now, the issue, too, I think, I think personally, in my opinion, I kind of correct this a little bit, but like people use the same people. Yeah. And the problem is with that, there's no growth. There's true. no growth for an actor. There's no growth for a director because, you know, and I was telling her this, and she kind of disagreed with me a little bit on that, like, you her opinion, my opinion, totally understandable. Mm-hmm. Now, let me fix that a little bit too. I think you can use your own people. Like if you have four friends, mm-hmm. right? And let's say you use Debbie, Joe, Mary, and Sally, right? Yeah. Now, out of that next project, you're like, well, I, I don't want to use the same people. Find someone better. You should. You can change that up. You yeah. Don't mean that you always use the same person. Yeah. I think that will help the growth also in the film community. But here, here's – and so 
I've tried to do that on the projects that I work with. Yeah. I do end up using or working with the same people. Yeah. And most of that has to do with work ethic. Yeah. Right. Well, that makes and sense. You, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and ultimately it's this showing up because honestly, you know, I've tried to use different people and that's when you get the excuses of, well, my family's in town yeah. or, you know, and it's just like, well, as an independent artist, like mm -hmm. I'm putting my own money into yeah. this. Right. And once again, I am a, I'm a divorced mom. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I've got one income. And so that one income is, you know, supposed to go towards my household. So yeah. any extra that I have that I'm putting towards my production, yeah. like that means a lot to me. Yeah. Right. And because I, because I'm an actor who's also chasing the frame, right. Yeah. I want to make sure that it's quality so that you have quality, you know? Yeah. So if our goals are in line, then we should be good. But yeah. if I'm giving you anything like that's a sacrifice yeah. to me. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. So, if if that's a sacrifice to me, then yeah. I have an expectation that at the very least you're gonna show up. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm because because my I was I did a sack I did have to pay people yeah. right I had to provide food and like you said I provided good yeah. food right yeah. and so like that that's that was money I earned yeah you know for everybody else yeah and and. It worked out for me. Yeah. You know, we had a great time, but that's because I respect people's time. We started on time. Yeah. I tried to end on time. Yep. Right? Um, so if I can respect your time, at the very least, respect, respect your, mine. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's another one. Let me ask you this, because this, this is my opinion. I, I, people have agreed to disagree. But I, I think there's too many film festivals out here, too. I, yeah. I, I think... Well, let me explain... And then you can disagree. Well, no, 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 no. I agree that there's too many film films festivals because yeah. I don't believe there's enough quality. That's that's what I'm getting festivals. to because, like, in general, there's about you know, let's say fifty. Yeah. And like, there are all these ones that you never heard of. They just pop mm -hmm. up out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. But there's so many spread out. Mm -hmm. Also, in a sense, like you know, because this is where I'm going to get to the issue. Also, is like the problem with this community is we don't have a lot to show. I feel like you know. Where yeah. you know, everyone's doing stuff, saying stuff, they're doing stuff, and yeah. but they never show anything. I feel right. like there's never anything to see. Yeah. And the issue is also because of film festivals, because they can't, can't put it on YouTube because it's in a film festival. Who the fuck gives a shit? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to curse about this because I'm a little, I'm peeved at this. Yeah. More eyes will be on YouTube than there will be in a film festival. Yeah, there'll be people that are there that are probably big shots, but at yeah. the same time, there are more eyes per capita. On YouTube. Yeah. And yeah, it might be impossible to search in the algorithm, but yeah. you can probably get about 600 views to compare to the 10 people that are in the room or zero people that are in the room to see your film. Yeah. And on top of that, too, you get into these film festivals like uh, like Las Vegas Action Film Festival, right? There's like, you know, a category for, you know, this, and there's only five people in the category, but there's only like, you know, only five people actually signed up for the freaking film festival. Oh, you know what I mean? Or like okay. 10 people. Like, not everyone signed up for the film festival. You know, or there's two people in the, the category. Like, I think personally, you shouldn't aim for the small market film festivals. Yeah, aim for something out of state. Aim for something that are yeah. a little higher tier. Yeah, fuck it. I'll be. I'll respect you more if you go for Tribeca. I mean, not to put anyone down who's done film festivals out here. Honestly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, 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 no. Everybody's got to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. But I think the thing is, if you're not challenging yourself to going to a higher tier film festival, yeah. or just a film festival outside your comfort zone and actually seeing eyes on it instead of yeah. people that you know are seeing eyes on it, yeah. Then I think. You understand more, and you can understand criticism, which is another problem we have out here. No one gets no criticism. One, well, yes, no yeah. one gets criticism, and like I said, but it starts. Yeah, 
And I have not been to every acting class in Las yeah, yeah. Vegas, so I'm not going to say every acting this class. This is just your opinion. Yeah, this is just my opinion. And from what I've experienced, yeah. From what I've experienced is, like I said, it, they're just, and there are some very, there are some challenging classes. Like I said, yeah. it's a personal choice for me to go to yeah. LA. Um, that's just where I thrive, yeah, yeah. right? But it, I believe it starts in the classroom, yeah. right? And in your acting class, if you don't feel challenged in your acting class, if you're going, if you're the best in the room, yeah. that is not the class for you. Yeah. It's time for you to move on. Yeah, it's yeah. time to, for you to challenge, to, to go somewhere else and be challenged. Yes. Like you don't want to be the, I'm not the best actor in my class. Yeah. I don't want to be the best actor in my yeah. class. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I take the back. I want to be the best want, actor in yeah, my class. That's the challenge. Yeah. 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 I know I want to be the best actress in my class, but when I get to that point, then, then I'm going to move, move on or I'm going to find yeah. something else, you know? Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I, so yeah, I think the challenge is there's not a, there's people need to be pushed. There yeah. needs, you know, I think people are excited about being um on a set instead yeah. of being the you yeah, know the like social like, media aspect, bro. I'm yeah, like, I'm on a set. Like I don't know. I, I'm sorry, I'm angry about this. My this goal isn't to be me. my goal yeah. isn't to be just on the yeah. set. My goal is to have a trailer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with my name on it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Or or a chair with my name yeah, on it. Something you know? tangible where you can Yeah. Like, like care more about the art. The than, art. I want to tell the, the a showing story. Of me. Yeah, yeah look, I, I want to tell a story. That, yeah. I want to tell yeah. a story, I and can, that's yeah. that's it. Like that's my goal. Is yeah. I want to tell a phenomenal story. I don't want to just be. I would love to be a part of a story yeah. in that growth, in yeah. that you know, in that goal. But I don't. My goal is yeah. not just to be on the set. Like yeah. you know, being an extra on Hangover Three was fun. Yeah. Right. But, but it wasn't, wasn't it wasn't reoccurring on it that. wasn't no yeah. and i don't go shouting and telling people i was an extra yeah, on yeah. there's no i mean that's cool and all get me like give me once or twice yeah Sh share, and, but again share me a photo here or there right but, but if that's your goal that's yeah. your goal and i get that yeah it's just not mine yeah right everyone has so different goals everyone has different goals yeah. my goal is to bring an amazing yeah. i want i want las vegas to be known for talented yeah. For actors. It's crazy because like New Mexico isn't more known for talent. Yeah. And, you know, and we films. have great talent and we here. Have great we have great locations too. We have great locations. And, we have great directors. And, and here's the thing too. Here's the kissing the glass part. To break the glass, I, I say it all the time, no fucking horror films yeah. or no like party movies. That's how we're going to break the glass. Yeah. Something that's tangible. We have to do a phenomenal, Some, yeah. Something like Moonlight. Something like La La yes. Land. So, something. Vegas is known for more than just yeah. the strip. And, you know. Give me I, the suburbs, I always say. Yes. Yes. And tell, and we have the same issues yeah. and challenges yeah. as anybody else in any other city. Exactly. You know, and so we have a story to tell. And yeah. so, you know. Why not just tell a great story yeah. and it happened to be in Las Vegas yep. rather than, you know, Vegas, everybody knows about the strip. We've yeah. had enough, enough movies strips. and stuff. No, but we have, we have a phenomenal mm -hmm. city yes. and we have, like I said, we have phenomenal talent. It's just now time that phenomenal we all locations. take it to yeah. the next level. Yes. And we've got phenomenal yeah. locations. I mean, and the, oh my gosh, like I said, Checkmate was a blessing yeah. from the Eclipse, le yeah. letting me use their space. Well, I paid for it, but, yeah. but, still, <laughs> you know, but being able to use being that space. Being able to use that yeah. space. Um, the cemetery I was able to use, mm -hmm. the, that partnership. I mean, they even, they threw in stuff I didn't even yeah. think, you know, just everybody is so helpful if you just ask. Like, 
Vegas is a phenomenal place. See, like people that would see your when they see your movie, people that are from Vegas know it's Vegas. Yeah. People that like if you go back, let's go back to Moonlight. Yeah. That's Miami. Yeah. You don't really know it's Miami, yeah. but you know it's like Miami. Right. You know I mean, like right. it's a different side of Miami because there's yeah. Um. But yeah, basically that's what I'm trying to get at too. Yeah. Like, we just need that, and then. Uh, and anything else that you want to say about that? Yeah, like I said, I think we are a phenomenal city. Yeah. I think I think you're right. I think as a film community, we're very um, clicky. Yeah. And I think just like with anything, I think if we come together and we come together with the same goal, yeah. we'll probably get there a lot faster mm -hmm. than if we stay in the clicks. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so to your point, yes, I would love to work. I love working with new actors. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to, like I said, my sacrifice, it, yeah. it's just. I know what I'm sacrificing. I know what, what I'm giving. Yeah. And so, you know, and I get that I can't pay you the thousands of dollars, yeah. you know, which is why I haven't gone after A-list yet, yeah. right? Um, but at the same time, like, be hungry. Stay yeah. hungry, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm hungry. Like, let's, let's, get, let's get this together. Yeah. Let's, let's secure the bag together, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, last thing I always ask everyone. Okay. Valuable nugget. Yeah. Last piece of advice you want to give. Yeah. Um, live your truth. Yeah. Right. On stage, in front of a camera, in life, like live your truth. Live. Yeah. Live. Don't just exist. You know, live. Yes. You know, if you're if you're complacent, if you're comfortable, and you if you've been in the same comfortable place for so long. Yeah. Get out of that somehow. Like shake it up a little bit and live. Live your truth and be happy with who you are. That was a lesson that I had to learn. Um, after my divorce, I was so damaged from the divorce and the, and the things that were surrounding yeah. me that I didn't even recognize myself. And I had to confront the fact that I didn't like Adia yeah. and I had to learn to love her. Right. Yeah, and yeah. part of loving her is the stuff that's not great about her. Like, yeah. you know, my, I, I can get angry. I can be bitter. I can, you know, mm -hmm. but that's not all of who I am. And I had to realize that even though that's not all of who I am, it still lives within me. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Adia is okay. Mm. And so I learned to love all of Adia, the good and the bad, you know, the part of her that loves and loves hard and loves free and, you know, and, and the part of her who judges, yeah. <laughs> who judges herself and, yeah. you know, and, and, and is her biggest critic, yeah. but I'm okay. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, and I'm yeah. not only okay, I'm a phenomenal person and yeah. I had to get to that and yeah. I had to love all of her. So live your truth, live your life mm -hmm. on stage in front of the camera or just life, just living. So. Wonderful advice. Thank you. And last but not least. Yes. Social media. Yes, please. Um, you can follow me on Instagram okay. at Adia underscore. It's A D I A. Can you put your house, spell your name for a second? <laughs> no, because I was going to spell it, spell it phonetically. Oh. <laughs> so Alpha Delta Igloo Alpha <laughs> underscore. My gift is my art mm -hmm. on Instagram and okay. Twitter. And then Adia Bell on Facebook. All right. And you can also follow Paradox Morality okay. at Paradox Morality. All right. Who's, who's that Pharaoh guy? Because he's. That is the creative God. Oh. And that's all we'll say. Gotcha. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? That like, is the creative God. All right. That's all I need to know. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Adia. I Thank appreciate you. it. Um, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. It was fun. I'm glad you had fun. We'll like have to have you, you said, back. Yes, please. Yes. After so, Bad Boys. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. I'm trying to get Jamie on this for bad, after Bad Boys too. Oh. He's yeah. a big fan. That's his movie that got him into acting. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. So 
Yes, but thank you again, and thank, thank you, you guys for listening. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Google Podcast, Anchor, Apple Podcast, and Stitcher. Also, like I said in the beginning, we have that Patreon page. Remember, we even get the podcast for that low end at three days before it airs, or that high end for five dollars a week before. So basically, next week's episode you get today. <laughs> what? Awesome. I know. And then remember, we have that Teespring thing. So go get that frame hashtag Frame Chaser shirt. And that's on teespring.com slash store slash chasing dash the dash frame. And again, I can't do this without the love and support of all my hashtag frame chasers. Without you guys, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do this. And I st- actually, I still do it actually if you didn't have your support. <laughs> but thank you to the thank you to the people that even don't like donate on Patreon. Like, thank you for listening. Yeah. If you are listening, it's a pleasure. And I hope you guys are getting valuable information. I think everyone's getting some. Some Great nuggets. nuggets. Yeah. yeah. I think every episode I've done, I loved every episode. Mm. I love listening to everyone's story. I think it's great. It's beautiful. It, there's always something new I'm learning good. every day good, good, or good. every time. Uh, and again, guys, thank you again. Have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. We'll catch you next Wednesday, hopefully, on Chasing the Frame. Adia, again, thank you so much. Thank you, John. Have a great one. You All too. right, bye. Bye.